Hey everyone, thanks for dropping around. This is Michael Kerr, and you are listening to Inspiring Workplaces Humor at Work. I'll have what she's having. Probably the most famous line from that great movie, When Harry Met Sally, the famous deli scene that you are probably familiar with, and and that scene is probably one of the best-known examples of a very influential form of persuasion known as social proof. If you want to influence your fellow employees or your customers to change a certain behavior, then try using one particular strain of social proof known as the wisdom of crowds. A study cited in the book, Yes, 50 Scientifically Proven Ways to Be More Persuasive, shows how hotel agents were 26% more likely to recycle their towels when a sign in their bathroom let them know that most hotel guests recycled their towels versus using signs that only reference the environmental benefits of recycling. Similarly, a study reported in the Washington Post looked at what was the most effective message for encouraging customers to use less energy during the summer by using fans instead of air conditioning. The message options included, sign number one, message number one said, uh, well, it informed the customers that they could save $54 a month. The second message told customers they could prevent the release of 262 pounds of greenhouse gases every month. The third sign encouraged customers that saving energy was a socially responsible thing to do. And the last message, number four sign, let customers know that 77% of their neighbors were already actively using fans to save energy. And perhaps surprisingly, the most effective message was indeed the last one, number four, the message tied to social proof. In fact, social proof was even more influential than the promise of saving money. So whether you are trying to reduce workplace accidents, encourage more hand washing at work, promote environmentally friendly behaviors, or heck, just get people to clean up after themselves in the lunchroom, consider the power of social proof and link your messages to the behavior of other employees or customers. And my fun at work tip, as I'm doing this podcast, it just happens to be November 8th, which just happens to be, yes, official, Abet and Aid Punsters Day. So check out this resource, pungents.com, that's P-U-N-G-E-N-T-S, where these very clever punsters offer a 24-hour turnaround punning service. It's uh, $20 US a pop. So if you have a punning need, you want to come up with a clever, creative pun title for maybe a book chapter title, a business report, a, a, a product, a service, whatever it may be, then uh, check them out. Or if you don't want to spend the 20 bucks, uh, turn it into a contest with your employees or maybe your, the families of your employees. Get them involved too to see who can come up with the best work-related pun. And the quote of the week, speaking of puns from Fred Allen, hanging is too good for someone who makes puns. He should be drawn and quoted. And finally, in our It's a Wacky World section, here are a few of my favorite punny business names from around the world. Jack the Clipper, a London-based hair salon. Floris de Gump, a flower shop. A landscaping company with the name, I love this, Tree Wise Men. A fish and Chips Food Truck, Frying Nemo. A window shop, pain in the glass, and a wine shop, life's a cabernet. Well, until next time, this has been Michael Kerr reminding you to put more humor to work for less stress and more success. Mm-hmm.